We all, none of us really know. <laughs> none of us I really know. know. I know. No, I, I know. I know. Perfect timing, Keith. Oh, Keith, what's up? Your favorite bro? movie of all time. Step nine. Oh, good. Any other choice than remember the Titans being number one? I'm curious. <laughs> I'm spoiling mine, but well, let's let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's a good. good I'm question, not even Brian. done talking. <laughs> you shouldn't be talking at this point. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Apocalypse Movies and Apocalypse Now, our weekly hangout show where we get to hang out, talk movies, maybe a little bit of television, and just kind of catch up with each other. Thank you so much for joining me. And the fellow Apocalypsers here on the channel as my dogs wrestle in the background. Thank you so much. Mm. I appreciate Nothing it. new. Uh, I'm Jake Berlin. I'm the host for this evening. Uh, as you can see, you no know, Jacob Bartley with us tonight. He's a little bit busy with work. But I have Gio. I have Brian. And Keith will be joining us a little bit later. Gio, I'm going to start with you, man. Because I'm sure everyone's wondering what the hell is going on with that blank wall behind you. If that isn't the most on-brand thing, and then Kylo just, I didn't do shit, and just walks over to the other side. <laughs> Excuse me. Seriously? Tell me the water bowl didn't spill over. No, it was the Captain America shield they knocked on. They knocked over. Yep, and here hey, comes Kylo to be like, Dad, I love you. I know. Both of you. Iron you guys man. are busted. I'm going to go Gio and mute myself. I'm going to put them on timeout. Gio, how are you doing? Oh, not a boy. Oh, man. I'm... I'm hanging in there. Some of you might be like, what happened to your wall? Well, it's over. I officially gave up. I am no longer a fan of. I can't say that with a straight face. No, I'm moving, guys. I'm I'm in the middle of packing. And uh, yeah, the day after tomorrow, I'll be in my new place. It's been exhausting physically, mentally, emotionally definitely financially wow um but you know it's it's all a part of the process and uh it'll be worth it in the end and um, we're all looking forward to seeing what you uh you have in store for us next week as mm -hmm. you move into your new place this week and uh what kind of dc snyder centric background you come up with then you can literally put a whole entire apartment full of it now oh yeah yeah, the moment you walk in, mm -hmm. it's going to be like you're Hit going towards the auditorium, like the hallway in the movie theater, except every poster is going to be. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. It, it's going to be fun. I, I can't wait. Yeah, I bet. Hey, Mr. Brian Avalosino, how are you doing? I'm good. Just another day in the office. Kickball Tuesday. Although it's the season finale, if you want to call it. Because there's no way we're going to the championship <laughs> or the playoffs, I should say. Um, yeah, just another day, another day in the week. Harry Potter movie comes out, so that's exciting. Sure does. We'll have first time in a long time I've rolled solo to. Actually, I don't know if I've ever rode rode solo to a Thursday night premiere. So well, you could have yeah. said something to the rest of us. You. You've been saying since the trailer, I'm not going to see it. That's I never once said I'll never see it. 
I, I didn't never. Say, I didn't say never. You, I said I'm not gonna see it. That's saying I'll say never, never see it. That's no. that's basically saying I'll never see it. I take it as you're not gonna see it in theaters. Of that's course, I'm gonna see it in theaters. Oh, then that's, let's go. Well, of course, I'm gonna see it in theaters. You already got there's, your ticket. There's tons of seats still available, which is not a good sign for the movie. Well, driving to Sacramento is a little rough for me, so that might not be. See, there you go. <laughs> um. Gio, we think we may have found your uh, your Wi-Fi name. Hall of Heroes. I understand that reference, Stardew. Yeah, DC fandom right there. I like that. Yeah. Does the Justice League headquarters have a name? Isn't it the the Watchtower? Well, oh, you could do the Watchtower, but isn't there like a like a hangar looking it's one? Called the Hall of Heroes. Oh, is that what the Hall of Heroes is? I don't yeah. know. Watchtower is the one in space. Yeah, that one I knew. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Watchtower is the well. I mean, in different iterations, like for example, in Smallville, it's it's on Earth. They had there is a Watchtower in in Smallville, but it's on Earth. So there's different iterations of it, but for the most part, it does take place in space. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the you're yeah, I believe it's called the Hall of Heroes. I'm Hall of Justice. Thank you, Hall of Justice, okay. Gordon. There, thank you. Uh, I knew it was Hall of. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So Watchtower and Hall of Justice are the two, uh, two ones. I mean, so, my Wi-Fi router's Avengers Tower, so we'll have it across town. Are you going to rename it after um, the MCU uh, Avengers Tower gets bought out by the Reed Richards? Four. The Baxter Building. The Baxter Building. That's not going to happen, well, I don't think. Anyway. You don't think uh, so? Maybe... That's like a whole different bought of worms, it. though. That's like hundred oh, percent. Maybe, maybe. I'll, I'll never say it. no, but uh, I don't know if they'll go that route. Um, but yes, look, everyone uh, watching. Thank you so much, all eleven of you. We would love to see uh, you guys in the in the comments, even if it's just mm -hmm. for a howdy uh, or hello. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we got some cool things planned tonight. We got a couple topics to talk about. So, of course, we're gonna go quickly over the movie watching challenge. And what has taken place with that over the, the last week or so? I'll be uh, quickly just talking a little bit about Eyes Wide Shut, and then I'll be challenging someone on the panel as well. And then we're going to get into a little bit of Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Not a whole ton because we actually have a video coming out tomorrow that you should be really looking forward to. That Brian and Jacob did um, five reasons why you should be looking to looking forward to Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Um, so that comes out tomorrow. So we're not going to get into too much detail, but we're going to preview it a little bit because uh, we'll be having a major review on it next week. And uh, why not talk about it a little bit? It's a major, major blockbuster that's coming out. And this possibly could be the final if it doesn't do too well. Um, and then we're going to get into the unfortunate passing of Gilbert Gottfried that we learned about earlier today. Uh, just kind of cover him a little bit in his career. And hopefully Keith is with us by then because I know that he's a big fan of Gilbert Gottfried. Um, and then the main topic of the evening is streaming service. Uh, what should you be watching that we're watching or that we really love? Um, could be new stuff, could be old stuff, uh, could be from this service, could be from that service. So we'll be doing that a little bit as well. Um, but yeah, so with all that said, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's start this show off. We're going to start off with the Movie Watching Challenge, as I mentioned. Um, and if you notice on the channel, uh, there is no review for Eyes Wide Shut just yet. That is because I am trying to recruit Jacob to do it with me. Um, and because this movie really, really requires a back and forth conversation. Um, so that review will hopefully be coming out a little bit later this week. Uh, and I watched Eyes Wide Shut. 
um, the Stanley Kubrick film that stars Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, among many other recognizable names. Um, very interesting film. Very, 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 very interesting film. Uh, especially now knowing where Kidman and Cruz are these days and their careers. Um, very interesting film and very interesting film for it to be Kubrick's last film, actually, in the late 90s. Uh, something that I hope to touch on when I review that with Jacob. So with, uh, with all that out of the way, I get to challenge someone new on this panel. Um, last time I challenged Brian, so I KO'd him from this list this time. I was like, why challenge him a second time? Uh, you know, it's 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 hard to challenge him, even though there's a lot of movies that are on the list. It is very hard to challenge you. I'll say that. Um, and Jake has been giving too many good movies lately. So I said no to him as well. Uh, I didn't want to challenge him. Uh, and I thought, you know what? Gio, he's, he's got a lot going on this week. You know, he's moving. Don't want to give him too much to do. But then I said to myself, no, I really want to give him more to do. So I'm challenging Gio this week. Uh, <laughs> so you have a movie oh, to watch God. this week sir and i'm really really hoping that you like this one i feel like this is a geo film uh, i watched it just last year and it in my opinion features one of the best performances from the this actor who you are also a major fan of and uh that is copland um, oh Sylvester stallone robert de niro harry uh, harry Keitel, you can obviously see there um uh oh banner banner a uh, lot of big names in this film yeah um and like i said i watched it last year for the first time and i was pretty much blown away by the fact that i had never even heard of this film i found it on prime video one day i was like oh wait that's sylvester stallone what is this checked it out and i was very pleasantly surprised with what i watched and a lot of people say it's one of sylvester stallone's if not his best performance ever um and so yeah copland man Looking forward to this one. Big Stallone fan. Um, that's, that's why I did it. Obviously not big enough. I haven't seen Copland, but I've <laughs> yeah. Like you said, Jake, I've heard so many people talk about Stallone's performance in this one. Uh, just the ensemble, which we saw in that graphic that you put up right there. Um, it'd be nice. I can't wait. I'm going to watch it on my new TV that I bought on Cyber Monday and have yet to open. Yeah. So what do you oh you got a TV that you've been waiting on for that long? Yeah, I didn't want to open it until I got my uh new wow. place. Good for yeah. you. Um I mean that's fair. That's do smart, you, actually. Do you know uh who directed Cutland? Oh uh, god, who's the motherfucker who did Logan? God damn it. Oh god. Wow. James wow. Mangold. Yeah, um, come on. You can't well, I mean, you threw out where's the F the time, word and where's all the that stuff. Harlock timer at, huh? Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, but it's yeah, a James it's Mangold film, Mangold. which I was shocked by. I was like, I didn't think James Mangold did anything before 310 to Yuma, but he's been directing for a while. Um, 310 to Yuma is so good. It's so good. Uh, so good. And this this is just as good. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, there's, I mean, Peter Berg's in this film, the director, Peter Berg, Robert yeah. Patrick. Uh, Kathy Mor Moriarty. Um, there, there's so many names in this movie that you'll recognize throughout the film. Uh, and I, I just, I think it's a geo movie through and through. So I'm super excited to hear your thoughts on it. Hell yeah. Oh, HBO max. There you go. It okay. is on HBO. Yeah, I just Michael saw that. HBO max. It's a mirror max film. So method man. Okay. I've yeah. There's, there's a lot of names in it. Brian, have you ever heard of Copland? Not in the slightest. Are you going to watch it? 
why would I watch it? Maybe you're I've curious. Forty five thousand other movies I need to see before Copland. But maybe Copland's worth it. Yeah. I'll have to it's... review it like I did Apocalypse Now and then Brian will have interest now. Yeah, I actually still really want to watch that one. That one's like written down. I think Apocalypse Now is on uh HBO, if I'm not mistaken. That was on sure Prime. On one of them. Maybe it's on Prime. I don't know. We're going to be talking about streaming services later. So, um, Yeah, Copland. Gio will be reviewing Copland next week. Uh, so look out for that review. Uh, it, it's prototypical Geo film. So uh, expect some good things from that. Hopefully, anyway. Would you be uh, severely disappointed if you didn't like it? I wouldn't be severely disappointed. I would be shocked more than uh disappointed if he didn't like it i honestly think that he's gonna come walk away from this movie like blown away loving this movie i really do severely disappointed would be like so jake we've had conversations about mad max Fury road when you challenged me to road warrior and if i didn't like that 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 would i would be severely disappointed if you didn't like road warrior but i loved road warrior (laughs) yeah i i would Um, i would have been absolutely heartbroken if you didn't like road warrior mm -hmm. so um but thank god that didn't happen thank god that didn't happen uh all right let's go ahead and move the show forward here let's get into some fantastic beasts or not i always want to say the crimes the secrets of dumbledore this the titles are too similar damn it i've done it a couple times they need to freaking change the titles up anyway um look this is this is a big big movie not in just the sense of it being a studio film a harry potter universe film but a lot hinges on this movie for this franchise uh, the last one was a, a a major disappointment, and it's taken quite a while to get this film. Um, it's had delays. It's had shakeups. Obviously, the stuff with Johnny Depp, um, and then moving forward to Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, there's a lot riding on this movie at the moment, and uh, the fate of this edition of the Harry Potter universe could be in its hands, depending on how well it does, if it gets good reviews, if it does well at the box office. I don't know if they'll ever stop making Harry Potter movies, but they could very well stop making Fantastic Beast movies if this movie does not do well. Um, so let's just kind of open the floor a little bit. Let's talk about maybe some things that we're really looking forward to, uh, maybe some things that kind of have us a little worried, uh, what we've seen from the trailers, etc. Gio, I'll, I'll start with you. Um, I feel like I should be slightly silent. You you don't have to my thing. Comes don't, don't say too much, tomorrow. but I want, you, I want you to talk a little bit at least. Um, maybe like more about its importance and, and, you know, what it, what it, uh, could possibly do if it does well or not. Uh, but you just from the trailers, kind of the the delays, the shakeups, all that type of stuff. What are your feelings on fantastic beast three? Well, first off, I'm really looking forward to seeing Brian's video because I feel like that's either going to, that's definitely going to move the needle one way or another right now. I I don't really care for the movie too much. Um, I still need to watch Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh, which I'm su- I didn't know you hadn't seen that. I'm surprised I haven't seen it because I... Well, hell, I, I should challenge you to that. Well, here's the thing. I I really enjoyed the first one. My so expectations... I. I think the first expectations one for that one... Yeah, it, it was not very high, but... You want to know what's funny? I'm in the minority. I like the second one better than the first one. Really? Wow. There so, is a hot take because not a lot of people like the second one. That's a very hot take. 
Yeah, I guess that's part of the reason why I didn't really put a sense of urgency on seeing Crimes of Grindelwald because everywhere I turned, people were disappointed with the movie. And then all the stuff that happened behind the scenes with the movie. I mean, we don't got to get into the Ezra Miller drama, but there's that. And then the Johnny Depp drama, there's that. And then the title, like, why are, why is it still called Fantastic Beasts? You know, and then... <laughs> In the, the tiniest that, of tiniest fonts. <clears throat> right. Yeah, exactly. Size and two font. Just the fact that Eddie Redmayne took a backseat in this whole franchise. Yeah. I mean... It's not even his franchise anymore. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's just, it seems like it's all about Grindelwald, Dumbledore, and nothing about the beast. It's, it's funny. I was, so in editing the video that Brian and Jacob did, I was, you know, looking for, uh, you know, images and and stuff for like thumbnails and, and stuff within the video. And, as I was looking at like the official wallpapers and posters, there's obviously a tons, tons of different versions from different countries and just, you know, different theaters do a lot of different posters and stuff like that. Um, for the most part, the trio of Dumbledore in the center, uh, Newt on the left, and then uh, Grindelwald on the right is typically what it looks like for the poster. But every so often you will find a wallpaper where they essentially do like a fly and V version of the characters and Newt is actually in front uh, over Dumbledore. Um, and it's interesting because the movie obviously has Dumbledore's name in it. Uh, but this, like, like we've talked about, the series started out with Newt being the main character. Um, he's had a very interesting, just in two movies, his narrative is incredibly interesting. You know, he started out as essentially someone who wasn't really welcomed at Hogwarts um, and he's hunting these beasts. He's kind of living and exploring the world as he sees fit. But in the second movie, they kind of made him like a wizard agent. You know, he was like doing Dumbledore's bidding, like what almost felt like a complete shift of his character. And then they're obviously now building on that from crimes of Grindelwald into this. And he's fully, essentially what looks and feels like Dumbledore's right-hand man. Um, and it's no, like you said, Gio, it's no longer about the beasts, but they're doing everything they can to still keep at least a few of the beasts involved. Um, like we see that, that uh prey mantis looking leaf one. That's like always on his shoulder. Then the duck looking one that likes to steal jewelry. He's still around. Um, and that so they're, they're still the crab looking. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're still finding ways to keep the beast involved. But you're right, they're not front and center anymore. Um, and it's unfortunate because it's a very cool idea. But I don't, and I don't remember because I, I think the first one came out, what, 2017 or 2015? Hmm. I think it was, um, let's I think see. It was seven, 17, right? I think is when it was. Um uh... Yeah, it was right after he 16. robbed uh, 16. Okay, 16, Oscar. 16. Yeah. So I I love the first movie. I love the I I like really really like the first movie, what it's about, what it's going for. Obviously there's some darker things happening, but it's still about the beasts and you know, Newt and all this kind of exploring in these characters. Um the sad thing about it is that even though that movie did great for me and maybe it didn't make a ton of movie like the Harry Potter movies did, 
It was never a five movie franchise. Never. It was maybe one, maybe two. You can possibly stretch it to three. But I think they quickly realized like, oh, wait, I don't think we can do this for that long. We have to switch the narrative. So they're now trying to what almost feels like erase what happened in the first movie and shift it into something else. And we've, I think we've said this on this channel plenty of times. From the very beginning, it should have been Dumbledore and Dumbledore only. It should have been a Dumbledore versus Grindelwald story from the beginning. Do a trilogy. Don't do five of them. Just come out and say that's what you're doing. But now right. they kind of have to work their way into having Newt there because the first movie, he was the main character. Dumbledore wasn't even there. He was just mentioned. And now you can't just throw away the main character from the very first movie. You have to involve him somewhere. And that's and how do you do that? You make him an agent of Dumbledore. So it's interesting. But the second movie didn't really work for the majority of people. Does the third? I don't know. I really hope it does because the Harry Potter universe is a really cool thing. And if it works, it's good for movies. I just, I don't know if it's going to do it. I don't know. Um, oh, go ahead, Brian. Get, get a word in. No, it's taking what Jake said. They should have done two separate franchises. If they wanted to tell the Dumbledore story, they should have told the Dumbledore story. If they wanted to do a Fantastic Beast, they could have gotten away with a Fantastic Beast. Maybe just a solo film. I mean, they could have. It probably would have been a good TV show because you probably could have had kids that's, watching it. Yeah, that's, that's even a better call, Brian. Good they, call. If only uh, HBO Max existed at the time yeah. this thing was being developed, I think it would have I think, went a whole different route. Yeah, you. They would be rolling in the bank if they did a trilogy series of the Dumbledore Grindelwald War. And then did a TV show of Fantastic Beasts. This universe would be thriving beyond. Um, but I think they did the first one, realized it wasn't dramatic enough. I think. I think they wanted the. I don't know if they did it. How much money did the first one make? It made a lot of money because it was the first movie after they stopped. Okay, so it made enough money to them obviously want to make more, but not in the sense of continuing a story about Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, It completely backfired on them hard to the point where. It's not as successful as it once was. And the creator is sabotaging it to the max. Like the reason your co-lead is not in the movie is because the creator is spouting off the stuff that she doesn't want to even be. She's willing to throw away millions of dollars because what the creator is saying is not okay. I also no. think this is very important to to add to what you're saying, Brian. This comment yeah. by RD. I just think that JK isn't a good writer in terms of a screenplay. And we've seen that plenty of times. An author so, can't transition into a, a movie writer. So, and I've heard that this is the first one where Warner Brothers was like, you can do it, but you're working with our people. 
Yeah, she's and, a, she's a co-writer with a couple of other people. Yeah. yeah, and um, from what I saw, like a quick quick thing from what Jacob London said, who is he is harsh. He's a movie trivia showdown person from Australia who's already seen it. He is harsh on movies like this. He said you could absolutely tell the difference that she didn't write it in this one. Yeah, he said it's the so, best of three, right? Yeah. I the bat if the best, if not at least better than the second. Yeah, it actually gave it a standing chance to like bring like it feels like a movie. Back. Yeah. Um yeah. The if Warner Brothers drops the ball with Harry Potter, they're in a world of hurt. Because mm-hmm. not to get Geo going, but you drop the ball with DC. You've dropped the ball with Warner Brothers or with Harry Potter, arguably two of the three biggest franchises. In- you dropped the ball with Pacific Rim. I mean, come on. Yeah, but I mean, like, what are the probably the most the three biggest like generalized fandoms out of maybe five? Marvel, DC, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and I can't even think of a fifth one. Lord of the Rings. I mean, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Star Trek. Yeah. Hobbit movies. Yeah. They own two of them. So, I mean, if you drop... And now, I understand J.K. Rowling is sinking that ship hard. But if you can survive that, you... I mean, you have a cash cow. Harry Potter's not something that's just going to, like people are going to forget about. Yeah. So I pray that this works because there is so much more they can do. How long have we been saying they could do just a TV show a la a Ted Lasso type that's Quidditch? How long have we been saying that? That show would be so successful. And it doesn't have to be a serious, like, drop. you can literally make it, like, for teenage and up. It's the same thing as me saying they need to make a pod racing series. They need to make a Quidditch series. Yeah. So, I mean. Like, hire me. This this has a lot on the line. I honestly think it might be too little too late. I mean, how many people in our comments said that they haven't even seen the second one yet? Yeah, uh, let's see. It was Gordon, uh, John. Second film was not memorable from Harrison. Geo. Yeah, so I mean, like, there. I feel like it's a, a the ship has a hole in it, and if you don't plug it fast, it's it. There's no hope for it. Samir is 100% correct in this situation. Maybe JK is holding them back. She is. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is, they need to figure it out. And a lot is riding on this because there might have to be a time period for a while, like a a Star Wars, where it just goes away. And that would suck because that's a gamble of could it be successful if it comes back? I mean, your, your generation right now, my kids are... They don't care about Harry Potter at school. The generation is this generation. So if you can get us who are now having kids to push it into that, then it lives. 
if it's it just it could hurt it's uh and I, as i was talking i realized or as brian was talking i realized that it almost came off as me saying like that i didn't care for the whole <clears throat> dumbledore grindelwald story that's not true at all if they flat out came out and they said we're gonna do a series on dumbledore versus grindelwald and that's the story you're gonna get I'm juiced. Like, I think that aspect is very, very cool. <laughs> but there's multiple threads going on that they're trying to put as the main thread. And, like, remember in the first one, the two main characters were Newt and Credence. Those are the two main characters, and that's what it felt like the franchise was going to focus on. Then all of a sudden, at the end of the film, Grindelwald was introduced he became the main, the second main character in this in the second movie alongside Newt, but Dumbledore was there only for a little bit, but he overshadowed Newt the entire time, and now he is now front and center. Jude Law well, is how now. Many, how many animals did we see in the first one? At least like ten. To 15, we probably saw right? at least half less in the second than we did. The yeah, movie. if the second one, we maybe saw five. Yeah. That. Then we definitely didn't see more than five new ones. Yeah, agreed. It was at least three of the old ones and maybe two new ones. It's, and if you're really titling is. yourself Fantastic Beasts, yeah, you should expect to see new creatures. It really is just a a situation of of them completely mismarketing this franchise into something that it it was never going to be. It was never going to be a five film franchise focused on Newt Scamander. As much as I love him, it was never going to be that. It was always going to turn into a Dumbledore versus Grindelwald story. The end of the first film is a clear indication of that. The end of the first yeah. movie is a clear indication that Grindelwald was always going to be in the story and that Dumbledore was going to come in at some, some capacity. And it's unfortunate because, like Brian said, if they turned Fantastic Beasts into a series or they did a solo movie and then just did a series that was focused on Dumbledore and Grindelwald, we would not be having this conversation. We would and this is even this is even a better point. What is a character like Jacob Kowalski still doing there? Like he doesn't fit into a, a war going on between Dumbledore and and Grindelwald. Like I love Dan Flogler and I love the character. I think the character's great. But he doesn't fit in there. Well, maybe he's maybe we as the audience kind of follow or relate to him the most, right? Because we have these sorcerers and people with magic, and like, I think we're supposed to relate to him. Yeah, he's supposed to be probably the most relatable of the characters. You guys have so many great points about this. You know, it's just, I mean, to be honest with you, like when they announce Fantastic Beasts, I'm like, that's like announcing a detective. Pikachu when Pokemon fans wanted that's a and guess who the company is behind that same guess who the company, company is behind that same is Warner Brothers in charge of Pokemon yeah really oh shit so it's just I'm know, pretty and, sure and it, I thought they were well, universal. I, I think they mainly distribute and maybe do some financing but correct me if I'm wrong no anytime, it's Warner Brothers bro it's Warner Brothers yeah Anytime Grindelwald is mentioned, Harry Potter fans immediately think of his battles with uh, Dumbledore, right? Because in the lore, they were yeah, they, they were like legendary battles from what I've seen back in the day with the uh, Collider when they would write about this and like why 
they decided Fantastic Beasts. But I, I stand by if HBO Max existed like right now, back when this was developing, this will totally be an HBO Max series. And what's funny is they're they're actually working on developing a Harry Potter HBO Max series. And I'm like, this kind of would have been perfect, you know? So it, it absolutely if that series doesn't involve Hogwarts people are going to just be done with it. It needs to involve. And before we continue on with the conversation, because I want to include him because he's a massive Harry Potter guy, especially his daughter. Uh, Mr. Keith Barnes is here. What's up, Keith? Hey. 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 What's Uh, up, buddy? Both my daughters, Charlize and Sophia. They're experts. Full on experts. Yeah, so I wanted to get you in here before we we moved on to the next next topic, because I want to hear your, your thoughts on this whole Fantastic Beast and if you're excited... Maybe what you're worried about with this franchise, things have gone wrong. What do you what do you got? I uh, just uh, we're going to see it on Saturday. I just bought tickets last night, um, and I think I told you guys uh, next Saturday we're going to see uh, Cursed Child in San Francisco, the stage play. Yep, yep, which I'm very, very, very excited about because I hear it's very good. Um, I was okay with that last movie. Okay with it. Hello, Stark. Hello, everyone. Uh, good evening. Um, I didn't, uh, Curtis, what's up, man? Uh, happening. I didn't, yeah, I didn't hate it. I get, I got all the criticism. I totally understood it all, but it, um, uh, I'm excited about this new one just because I just, I just like to, I'm a completist. I like to get the whole story. So I don't want there to be five of these. I don't know if I need that. So I would like to, to, to wrap it up. Um, uh, but my only issue with it is, number one, J.K. Rowling uh, writing, doing the screenplay. Because she's not a screenwriter. As talented and as wonderful as she is, she created this whole universe. And it's amazing. It all came from her brain. She's awesome. But she's not a screenwriter. So I wish they would actually let a screenwriter write these movies. And I really wish David Yates did awesome with those last two. Um, well, the last four. But the last, particularly uh, Deathly Hollows. Both of them are great. Yeah. Let's... Get another director, please. He needs to please. step away. Enough, enough. He and should I, have stepped away after Deathly Hollows Part Two. Well, at minimum, after I like uh, the Fantastic Beasts. Jake, you would you would say that even though he did the first Fantastic? That's piece, what I was going to say. Yeah, he did I think four of them. I like seeing. I would have loved to have yeah. seen a different creator's take. I really. I would, would agree. I would agree with that. I would agree. I, I really enjoy the first one, but yeah, I would agree. I would, you know. So that's what I'm worried about going into this one. That's, it's going to be. It's his seventh, his seventh Harry Potter. That's movie. in a row. His that is that is Michael Bay Transformers right there. Yeah. Yes, not as bad, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I haven't seen Crimes of Grindelwald, so maybe I'm, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, I, you're, no, you're right. It's not as bad. Where Michael Bay clearly didn't care. You can tell he he's putting more care into it, but it's just when you see the same directors thing for a movie after movie after movie it's it's the same we 100 we want to see somebody else if this was star, star wars we'd be going crazy if it was the same director making seven movies i would overall. i would not want like like just for example i would not want jj directing seven straight star wars Listen, like no i don't care who it is if it's martin scorsese i don't want seven straight in a row it was i love you guys know how much i love him i don't want seven in a row though Absolutely, you know, or, or uh, James Cameron giving us five in a row. I don't want that. Uh, I don't me. want that. Let's wow. see how those turn. Let's see how those go. I see what you're saying. 
I mean, Chris Nolan did three Batmans in a row. And that's, he, a, that's different for a trilogy, they, though. Listen, that is, they he they had to beg him to do that last one. He wanted and, to and the last one is considered the least favorite of all three. Russo did. Exactly. He didn't want to do it. The Russos did five MC movies, right? But they were all different. Not in a row. Leo. They were all different. Yeah, and and, and not, not in a row. One, Those ones are a little I bit four so. because you have four. stuff in between. Two Captain America, two, yeah, yeah, four. Yeah, two Avengers, four. two Caps, two yeah. Avengers, Caps. Yeah. yeah, and you're right, and they're all di- they're all different characters. They're all different. You can kind of tell their their style on it, but they're all different movies. Like you know, so. But if he did seven Captain America movies in a row, that'd be like, oh, yeah, bro, like no. So that's no. my biggest worry going into this, going into this Dumbledore movie. You know it, Samir. Thank God that didn't happen. Uh, hey, come on. What did he do to you? I don't know that, I don't know that he would, though. He, he would, I don't know that he would, but I mean, he, he was on chase, he would have finished his movies. That's it. So. Would it have been five in a row? What did he do? Man of Steel, Man BBS, of Steel. Snyder Cut, and then there were two more. The, well, the no, well, originally, originally, Keith, it was Man of Steel, BVS, and three Justice Leagues. I thought it was two. No, it was three. three. Justice League? Three. The three. second one was oh. going to be the set in in the nightmare. Yeah. yeah. And then the third wow. one would have been okay. the yeah. So. So yeah, now you're thinking. Thank God we didn't get that. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, I, I want that one. I want that. That's the one. Dude, I just wants. like giving you. There crap. you go. Just Keith. like giving you crap. <laughs> but uh. I want Zack Snyder to do a Harry Potter. Uh, that would. Oh be my real. God! Everyone would die, and next would be broken. <laughs> it would be, it would, it would be it would, nuts. It would be Sucker Punch. Is what it would be. That's what slow it motion be. spells. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Hogwarts yeah. would never. Oh my God! Slow good. slow motion like expecto patronums. Yeah. <laughs> Zack Snyder giving hey. us Quidditch action. That would look. So that cool. would be cool. Yeah. That, that would, would be. Yeah, that would be actually cool. Let him do the Quidditch movie. I thought doing a quit some kind of Quidditch. Uh, on that series, and that's supposed to be. I thought they were doing something. No, like that's that. just yeah, Jake. You know they. You know what? Warner <laughs> Brothers will never have. Ne- Warner Brothers will never have the balls to do something like that. Just like Lucasfilm never has the balls to do something pod racing. They can both suck it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, as long as you can make an interesting story out of that, like, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Have you have you seen Ted Lasso? Brian made a great point. Have you seen Ted Lasso? I haven't. But hey, I listen. Should. I have a uh, pod racer still on my PS4. Uh, thank you to, there you go it's fun that's a fun game but, it's uh, funny because someone just said the other uh at work today when the kids said the, the pod racers is the best part of the lego game i'm like i remember for playing a, the pod man. racer part on the original prequel Nintendo. lego video game it was epic it's super cool it's a lot of fun yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, 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 anyway. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want yeah, to like just, just quickly some final thoughts on Fantastic Beasts for everybody before we move on. You'll know my thoughts on Thursday. Tomorrow. Oh, Brian. you're seeing it. Uh, when are you seeing it? Thursday. Seeing well, it your Thursday? video goes up tomorrow. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. I meant like actual when well, I Well, you're going to hear our thoughts next Tuesday because we're going to do a major spoiler review. Oh, you're not going to make me do a thing like one of those reels? Oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that, but I'm going to probably try to get everybody yeah. else's in there too, not just you. Uh, Brian, we should have coordinated, man. I would, yeah, we, we should have gone see it together. But uh, I didn't even think about that. But because you're so busy with all your stuff, I haven't seen you in. Andy, you okay. are not wrong. Does oh, anybody know what Sandy's talking that. about? Mm-mm. Is that the oh one where they want to go work at Google or something? Oh my God, please. Yes, Andy, you are 100% right in that. <laughs> that is, yes. 
Yes. Is that the movie with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson where they work yes. for Google? Yeah. I think yes. I remember that one. Was it actually it, Google or was it like a fiction? It was actually Google. Oh, okay. it, The movie is great. It's so underrated. So underrated. Anyway. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Any any quick wrap-up thoughts on Fantastic Beasts before we move on? So, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I, I think Warner, I think this is part of the 45-day release window where after 45 days it goes on HBO Max. So, I don't know. Unless Brian gives a raving review that this is the greatest thing ever. Then... You haven't even seen the second one. <laughs> but but no, like if if Brian goes through and says that, then I'm like, okay, like I need to watch Crimes of Grindelwald, and then I'll make my way to the theater. Otherwise, HBO Max. If Can I take movie... back my challenge and challenge you to the Crimes of Grindelwald? Sure, let's do it right now. Let's go. <laughs> if this movie doesn't have the the big the battle that we've all heard about forever. The greatest wizard battle of all time. I, might, I don't think I might, it will, Keith, because I, they're going to probably stretch it out to five. It's uh, the third movie, I, I, man. I might retire from, from Harry Potter movies for I don't know. It we'll needs see. to happen. It's the third. It better movie. be this one. It's the third film. It needs right. to happen. Well, I we're not that far like, off. We're not that far know. off in the timeline, and I'm not sure what year this is going to pick up in. But I think it's like too. I think it's 19. When did World War II start? It's going World War II. I think it's the year World War II started, so I think it's 1942. Well, um, 30, 30, 39, whatever, so yeah, history major. Well, we're getting close to the point where uh, Dumbledore meets young Tom Riddle, which was in the 50s. So I wonder if they're going to try to edge up to that point. I bet you whenever the last movie is, and I, we have to move on, but I bet you yeah. whenever the last scene, the last movie is, it's going to end gonna be... with being a young Tom Riddle. He w- it won't see the fight, but we'll see Tom Riddle enter Hogwarts, and then that's the beginning of Harry Potter. Although they kind of show that in a flashback in, I think, Order of the Phoenix, maybe. You know, honestly, what will probably happen is it'll end meeting Harry's parents. Oh, oh that's a good call. Sure. That's a, that's yeah. a better call. That's yeah, a better right. call. I could see that happening. That's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Although that would probably be like in the 80s or something. Right? Yeah, like, I was gonna say, man, yeah, they're because, really gonna stretch. This. No, well, no, you you would see them as children at Hogwarts. Okay, sure, maybe you yeah, could just maybe. see them as well, children. Well, Harry like, Potter takes place in the nineties, but well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, you could see them in Dumbledore's class in like the sixties, probably. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, sure. when they're when they're uh, teenagers, sure. yeah, you get a little like <clears throat> Lily and James Potter. Look at out. Geo and Snape and Snape being a and Remus and. It's a, uh, Keith, yeah. you were wrong. It was serious. Half a okay, sorry. Half a yeah. Wow, Harry Potter nerd over there. Um, all right, that is it for everything Fantastic Beast for now. Um, there's a like I said earlier, there's a video going up tomorrow. Both Jacob and Brian uh, broke down the five reasons why you should be looking forward to Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore, and then we will have a review up uh, this weekend. A little short, quick thought review that you can see on the channel. And then next Tuesday's show will be a full-blown spoiler review breakdown of the film uh, as uh, after we all see it. So check that out next week. But for now, we're going to get to a little bit of the sad news of the day. Um, and that's the unfortunate passing of Gilbert Gottfried, um, uh, a lifelong gentleman in this, in this career, uh, in this business. And he has just been an absolute joy to watch um, for the very short time that we've all been on this earth. He has been making legendary content for a very, very long time. Uh, incredible comedian with a lot of very well-known roles. Um, 
in moments throughout his life. Uh, and unfortunately, he passed away. Um, and we learned the news earlier today. So, Keith, I actually want to go to you first because um, I, I know you probably have the longest experience with with Gilbert Gottfried and, and some of his stuff. What 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 do you got for for Mr. Gottfried? Way back in the day, I remember seeing him on the HBO uh, comedy half hour. Um, gosh, that would have been definitely in the eighties. Um, so, so that was obviously my first experience with him was that was that, and he's had that distinct that voice that he, I don't know how he kept that up his whole career <laughs> doing that doing that voice, but um, yeah, he was just super edgy, super, like super edgy. Um, it's one of those guys that you know. I remember, I think I know. I, I remember seeing he's a comedy legend, obviously, and we saw his uh, yes, <laughs> Affleck. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> he is the Affleck duck. Yes, that's right. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Original. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, so who just said problem child? Uh, uh Star Drew, yeah, Star Drew, yeah, problem yeah. child. <laughs> that was one of the first times. That's one of the first movies I saw as a kid where. Uh, I like. I realized movies could be bad. <laughs> I saw Problem Child, and I really wanted to see it. I begged my parents to go see it, and we're just like, "Oh, this is this is good, Not a good movie." But uh, yeah, man. I, mean, for, I think the most iconic one for me. It, I don't know. Now I think about it, uh, probably Yago. I think I was gonna say Yago from Aladdin. Yeah, that's yeah. It's got that's probably the most. If you don't know him from his, I mean, if you're a kid, you, you would know him from that. Um, Adults, obviously, from this stand-up and more edgier stuff, but um, so super iconic, yeah. As Yago, uh, I do remember him and look who's talking as well, yeah. Um, uh, and also, too, uh, there's an episode of the Cosby Show that I just when I think about him, I always uh, think of where uh, uh, Cliff was trying to buy a car, and he didn't want the car salesman played by Sinbad, another uh, comedic uh, legend. He didn't want him to know that he was a doctor. <laughs> so he's negotiating with him and going back and forth. And he's finally talked him down to a decent price. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you hear this guy go, Dr. Huxtable! <laughs> and he's right outside the window. And he sees him in the window. And says, doctor, how you doing? Doctor, <laughs> how's Claire? How are all the kids and all this stuff? He's naming all the stuff that he knows about him. And then <laughs> Sinbad is the car stand. like, doctor hey, tell me you're a, <laughs> so you're a doctor huh okay so it was a it was a really you should look that up Gilbert Gottfried in the comedy show it's actually a pretty funny scene um but man what a year man we've lost some heavyweights this year it is oh, already yeah. it's mid-April man it's brutal crazy. brutal he's only 67 and I, I didn't see any cause I don't know if he was sick or he anything. had a health condition okay oh yeah that's some genetic bad. health condition right 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 well yeah rest in peace to him man just a a legend, legend in this game, man. He'll be missed. Yeah, he's he has a lot of, and I think it. Uh, I don't know who said it. John said it. Crazy how many credits he has. Yeah. Um, he put in the work for a long time. Um, majority of that, obviously, because of his voice. Uh, he lent his voice to a lot of um, animated films, animated TV shows, voice roles. Uh, I know that he had a, a voice role in, in something like Doctor Doolittle, um, and <laughs> yeah, well, you know with Eddie Murphy, which was fantastic. And it's it's the voice that was recognizable, right? The second you heard it, you knew exactly what was happening. Um, definitely is a bummer. Uh, yeah, same with me. Aladdin is the one that you recognize him from the most, but the credits he has are are remarkable. I see that Star Drew mentioned Beverly Hills Cop two. 
um, which I remember him in as well. And Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop 2. And yeah, I mean, look, uh, Bad Medicine, Highway to Hell, Hot to Trot, uh, Meet Wally Sparks. Like, there's, he's just in a bunch, like, it may be the weirdest filmography you've ever seen in your life, but man, did the guy put in the work. Uh, he was in a lot of things and he loved doing it clearly. And um, yeah, he'll definitely be missed. And I'm going to definitely go back and watch some of his comedy stuff because I know he's brilliant. Haven't seen much of it, but uh, you know, it's ne- never a better time, I guess. So it's pretty, it's pretty edgy. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. You're like, Ooh, I, I could imagine. <laughs> I could imagine. Yeah. You're like, oh, I don't know. You know what he did too, real quick? He voiced Yago on the Aladdin the series. Yeah, yeah. He did he, every time every, Yago showed up. He was yeah, like, every yeah, time. Yeah. That's pretty hard to have anyone else do that voice. Right. Yeah, seriously. Right. Yeah. So I forget yeah. was was Yago in the Aladdin live action? Yes, yeah, but he didn't, didn't talk. talk, did he? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think he talked. Yeah. No, he didn't talk. Yeah, I remember it was just a parent. Yeah. In, in the trailer, but I I can't remember. Yeah. That's one of the things a lot people were mad about. Dude, the movie's the best Disney live action movie. Still yeah, a great movie. Yeah, yeah. no, it is, but I don't know. People it, it wasn't that kind of I don't know. Star the, Wars, the, the, the animals weren't you know, like if you have a, the parrot talk, then you gotta have the tiger doing the stuff. They were just regular animals, I think. Anyway. Same with me. I mean yeah, Alec Tudic, are you sure about that, Brian? Just bum? Really? He's right. I remember saying that, but it was just it was like a it was like a Barely. It wasn't like the parrot was talking. Huh. Okay. I thought but, I yeah. swore I heard that it was Gilbert Gottfried for at least early on, but all right, maybe. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Are you sure that it wasn't Alatudic in the sequels of the movie sequels? No, it was. I remember this. Really? Hearing this. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Alan Dude, he does a great Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> That's amazing. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm with all you guys. He's somebody who again you don't realize how much she was a part of your upbringing childhood the stuff you saw watched on tv or the movies until he's no longer here and then you just look at the filmography and you're like oh wow like yeah the aladdin series i remember watching that as a kid um you know the obviously the the movie problem trial <laughs> yeah you would always <laughs> That kid would give him such a hard time, man. As a kid, I I loved it. I mean, we we all did. <laughs> and then uh, you're looking at something like Fairly Odd Parents. Like that was I was still watching that. That was awesome. Oh, he, um, oh my god, he does a voice. Yeah, he was in Thumble. He was in Thumbelina. Yeah. He has so many things. Oh my god, Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, like Jack and Jack and the Beanstalk. Like I mean, it's. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, his his list just goes. He was in the he was in the Sharknado films. Oh, I've never seen any of those. Neither have I. Wow, <laughs> that's wow. hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, like like Brian Nussbaum says here, his roasts are yeah. legendary. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I yeah, guess from John Pierce, the there's a picture going around of uh, Louis, Bob, and Gilbert. Wow. Uh, around on oh. Twitter, apparently, three legends that we've yeah, passed. You know, Louis Anderson um, is another. Yeah, I used to listen to Louis Anderson. Sense. Which is a little bit of a uh, you know sad little thing there. And then RD Films here says uh, Gilbert Goffrey did a segment for last week tonight where he read out three star Yelp reviews because of UK law. A segment had to be cut in the UK, so they replaced it with that. Um, <laughs> okay, that's pretty interesting. Great. 
Uh, and I didn't know this because I this movie is awful, but he played Abe Lincoln in a million damn ways to die in the West. Wow. All right. Well, um, yeah, look, uh, very unfortunate. Um, yeah, re- definitely, you know, all condolences to his family and everything, but he left left behind a very well-versed uh, track record. So um, He was in Double Dragon. <laughs> What? I'm sorry. You're probably gonna find a lot of things on there. You're gonna yeah. Find, so. God. Um, oh, I don't remember. Let's that go ahead and uh, okay. let's go ahead and move into our main topic, though. And I want to get to this quickly because Brian doesn't have to does have to have here very soon. So we're gonna talk about some streaming stuff. Um, some things that maybe we've been watching or things we've watched in the past that we would uh, recommend for anybody else to watch. Maybe they haven't caught up on. Maybe they haven't heard of, or they just haven't had a chance to watch yet. Uh, so I'm gonna let Brian go first. Just, just in case uh, time does run out on him uh, getting out of here. So, uh, what are so, some things that you would like to recommend for our viewers? Mine wasn't so much. Rec- I have not had any time to like watch anything <laughs> lately. Yeah. So it can be old. I, it can be old stuff that you like. Don't worry about it. Well, n- no, I had put stuff that I wanted to check out. Oh, that's even too. better. There you go. Yeah, right. Um. So, and then I'll just say it, and then, like, you guys can eventually, like, go into it more later. Uh, but a couple of things I did see that I loved. Obviously, Coda. Way better than I thought it was. I loved it. It was great. Um, and that's obviously HBO. Um, or, excuse me, Apple. Apple. Um, uh, uh, let's see. West Side Story, which is on... Well, it's on two. It's on HBO and uh, Disney. Disney Plus. Um, for me, Euphoria also for HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty much all I've had like actual time for lately, and Moon Knight, obviously. Um, you can see it tomorrow at six thirty Pacific, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but some things that like I was look that I've been like looking forward to watching uh disney plus have dropped a uh four days in october which is oh, uh, about the, the red, red sox. sox yeah being down three nail uh three zero to the yankees and coming back in one the world here's that i'm gonna check yeah, out yeah um my friend keeps bugging the crap out of me to watch king richard so yeah i'm definitely probably gonna watch that you absolutely should yeah um Hulu's got a lot of freaking shows that I want to watch. Um Dom, why are you leaving? Because I said I haven't seen uh King Richard yet. I'm sorry. No, he's oh no, because of the Yankees. He's That's Yankees right. Fan. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. I'll send you the link to that uh doc. <laughs> he's probably um, already watched it. Yeah. Um no, but Hulu's got a lot of shows that I want to watch. Um like um i still haven't watched pam and tommy um pam and tommy's good i've heard pam and tommy's really good um the dropout looks good too mm-hmm. i feel bad because i feel like i'm just naming everyone's things you're not okay, okay. Yeah. um uh and then a deep water the one with uh i don't know if you'd like that brian oh have you watched it already yeah gavin I oh, watched I it. Okay. Deepwater, so just because you said that, I'll talk about it a little bit. Um, okay, go ahead. 
Because I'm it, curious, because I felt like it kind of looked Gone Girly. It is Gone Girly. Okay. Uh, but it is also very weird. Um, it's weird. very fast paced. And the ending might. The ending is. Vi... <sighs> okay, what did, did Gabby like it? She was okay on it. Okay. Um, Her and I, I hate to say it. <laughs> she, she, she was okay on it. It's. It's an interesting film from the standpoint of uh, the performances, mainly from Anna de Armas. Uh, Honestly, she, that's the only reason I want to watch. Her <laughs> performance, her performance is really good, but the movie itself is just like, yeah. I couldn't even tell you what the movie's about. I just know it's that Ben very, it I'm leaves you so I I will say it leaves you with a lot more questions going out of it than it does going in. Um, you're questioning well, a lot of things and you're trying. It's yeah, it's not really like a definitive ending, but I will never say don't watch a movie. Like everyone should at least check it out. Like go watch it. Um, but that's that's up to you guys. So, um, there's really I mean. I'm. I already told you this, and you keep yelling at me for it. But I haven't watched The Last Kingdom yet because I don't want it to be over. So I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna move him out of here. <laughs> I just don't want it to be over. So it's like it's I, not over. They're doing a movie. No, they're still. doing a movie. It's not. I over. That, I've done that with so many shows where I just haven't want like watched the ending because I just don't want it to end. It is so good. It is so I know. Everyone good. keeps saying it's fantastic. And then it's like one of the best Netflix uh, seasons ever for a show. Like everyone, I haven't heard a bad thing about it. I am um, Uhtred, son of Uhtred. Yeah. And then Destiny is all. Molly, Jake, keeps telling us about that. Uh, Our flag means death. Which is interesting. The Taika Waititi show. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. I mean, him. him alone is what. Yeah. is making me interested uh and then i can't i can't quite push myself to watch death on the nile even though it's there i hear it's good I is it well. okay that's really? the first i've oh, literally yeah. not heard that's, a single thing about it first i hear it's pretty good <laughs> so yeah and that right. severance show too well there's uh, did, you see, did you see the adam project because i'm curious about that the adam project is the best movie this year uh okay settle that <laughs> I love when Keith. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's actually, I didn't know what to expect going in, but it actually is pretty good. So, because it's the best movie. It's not better than The Batman. Stop it. But it's, Wait, it's, Jake, it's is it, do you th honestly think it's better than The Batman? I have never, I haven't had as much fun and joy watching a movie as I did watching that this year. It's good movies. And I don't know if you saw it, Keith, but The Kid. The, the young Ryan Reynolds, he got cast as Percy Jackson. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Cool. See, that's cool. and that's why I'm interested the kid's in really watching good. it. Everyone should... He, he's literally young Ryan Reynolds. The kid he is, is really, literally yeah, a it's, baby Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. Go watch so, the Adam Project. Okay, Brian, stop taking all of our stuff. Go have fun. No, that, that's literally the end of my thing. That, I, was, there's, that was what there's, I was going to say. <laughs> you want to know what's really funny to me? There was nothing on uh amazon that i was like even just like oh there's remote. so much on amazon i don't know yeah, right. it just yeah there's a, there's a lot of well that's just me so yeah 
Uh, all right, Brian, have fun at kickball, man. Thanks for thanks for stopping by. Good luck, so man. excited. Yay. <laughs> Bye. Adios. Um, and Tim Franco, just oh, so you I know, that is on that. that's my number one on the list that I want to see. Same. And it very well could top it. I understand that. Um yeah. I it's I've I'm really looking forward to everything everywhere all at I'll once. So super want to see that. Uh, like that's see that's that. definitely one that I really, really want to see. Yeah. Uh gentlemen, do you guys want to name a couple before I before I name one or two of them? Gio, if you want to go. I don't have nearly as many as Brian. Um <laughs> those are off, that's all stuff that he wants to watch, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those aren't really yeah, recommend- said, right? those yeah. are recommendations for himself. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, I will say next week the Batman on HBO Max. Looking yeah. forward to that one. Yeah, third. Um, go watch it for a third or fourth time. Yeah, third. We third for me too. <laughs> um, guys, it's baseball season, and one of the greatest baseball movies on Netflix, Moneyball, should definitely check that out. Good call, my man. Arguably Brad Pitt's best performance. Arguably, yeah. um, movie that ruined baseball. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, that's it harsh. Helped. It's helped. It's not, it's, well, okay, no, no, no. no. Yeah, baseball's alive and well, but I mean, Jonah Hill's first uh, Oscar-nominated Balls. performance, uh, Bennett Miller, yeah. and it's just Brad Pitt just carries the movie as uh, the GM Billy Billy Bean there Billy Bean, right? And just, you know, his balance between his family life and trying to make work with cheap the Oakland, uh, the Oakland A's, owners. huh? Work with his cheap uh, bosses. Pretty Who much. Spend any money. Yeah. I mean, he, let's not get into the logistics of the Oakland Athletics, damn it. Hey, I'm with you. The Nats were the same well, way no, for a long it, time. I mean, so it, if anything, th- this movie makes me like anytime I watch baseball and like the Oakland A's or either it's highlights or that, I'm like, I'm watching it intently just because of that that movie. It makes you appreciate <laughs> the, their culture and you know what they were able to do with so little money coming off of a season where they lost so many big players and just. Even if you're not a fan of baseball, just give it a watch. Put it on. And then after about 10 minutes, you can shut it off. But I, I bet you you won't because you're going you're gonna to find a lot of things to like about that movie. So Moneyball. Keith, you got one? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Samir, I'm not, this is not a baseball show, so I'm not going to yell at you for that silly comment right there. Samir, cowboy fan. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> They haven't won in 13 years. How are they ruining baseball? Anyway. Um, Has it been 13? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been watching mostly a lot of shows, really. So I've really uh, I started watching uh, Veep. I had never got into that show, and I just started watching that. It's so good. Veep is so, so good. It's so funny. Obviously, you got uh, Elaine. Elaine from Seinfeld. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Julia louis Trifon. Julia. Oh, God. Thank you. God. <laughs> Val. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, I have trouble not calling her Elaine. I should, I know, she probably is annoyed with that. I'm so sorry. Apologize, uh, Julia. Julia. But uh, she's great on that show. Knock my earphone out. Um, it's, I think if you like Parks and Rec, it's like uh, obviously it's the vice president, so it's like higher level government, but it's 
and it's it's a way edgier version of Parks and Rec, but it's kind of similar-ish though. Um, so yeah, I would highly recommend that. Um, Is it similar to House of Cards? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. It's funny House of Cards, <laughs> and everybody's okay. not that terrible. There are some terrible people on Veep with their with a lot of uh, high political aspirations. And there is mm-hmm. some backstabbing, but it's not like the worst people you've ever seen in your life. Like it's actually right. fun. It's like a funny House of Cards. Maybe a mixed House of Cards with uh, with Parks and Rec. It would kind of get beat. Uh, in my in my opinion, from what I've watched so far. Uh, tell you what I've been watching. Okay, if you're a sports fan. You guys were all sports sports fans here. Winning time. The rise of the Lakers dynasty mm-hmm. is uh, okay. There you go. It's. It's so good. It took me. Uh, I know Adam McKay was involved. The first episode, which I think he directed, maybe the first one or first two, threw me off a little because there's a lot of breaking the fourth wall in it. Which well, a few of his few of his movies, he does that. Right, the characters address the audience. And kind of, there's a lot of it in the first episode to where I was kind of like, ooh, okay, this is a bit much because um, you don't know if there's times where the character breaks the fourth wall. And then another character responds to what they just said to them. Break like and it's like, well, that's kind of that. It's it's a little weird. It's a little jarring at first. Mm. There's less of it as the show goes on. Um, but Philip, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, John C. Riley as uh, Jerry Buss is incredible, incredible. And the actor, and I'm sorry, I don't have his name in front of me. That plays Magic Johnson. <laughs> Amazing. I was curious about how that was going to go. It's so good. Quincy uh, Isaiah. Quincy Isaiah. He's great. He is great as Magic Johnson. And then also the actor that plays Kareem at the bar, spot on. Solomon uh, Hughes. Solomon Hughes. I think he used to play at USC. Or, not USC. Uh, is it USC or Cal? One of those two. Uh, might have been Cal. Um, I don't know, but he, I guess, you know, he got into acting and he's really great as Kareem. Um, and he actually is 6'11, so it's easier for them to shoot him <laughs> in that role. Sure. Kareem's like 7'2 or something. Uh, everybody's great. Um, uh, uh, Jason Siegel plays uh, Paul Westhead. Uh, Adrian Brody is Pat Riley. He's really, really, really good. Um, we're getting to a point where there's he's starting to have a bigger role in the team. We're seeing it's. Uh, I know there's some complaints about uh, Jason uh, uh, Clark Clark as Jerry West. Um, really? Not, yeah, they're not happy about how Jerry West is being portrayed. He was a super competitive guy, is. Um, so there's a lot of people that were around at the time that are like, that's not an accurate portrayal of Jerry West. He wasn't that much of a hothead. I don't know. I have no idea. But I do know that Jerry West was a super competitive guy. It's one of the reasons Michael Jordan loves him so much because they're the same person. I understand. But um, no, it's a really good show, man. It's really, really good. You know, you're seeing how how Jerry Buss came to buy the team um, and how he's trying to build the Lakers into into just anything because it was a point that they were losing money. The league was losing money. Um, it, it wasn't nearly what it is now, not even close. Um, and so people thought it was a bad business deal for him to buy this team. Um, and you're seeing the seeds of little ideas of how he's you know, started to build up the brand of the Lakers and just the brand of basketball and how, how it actually helped known history how it really helped turn the NBA into what it, what it became in the eighties and nineties. Um, like how he had the idea of reforming the Laker girls 
and having performances at the at the uh, at the forum and all that kind of stuff. It, it's it's fascinating. It's really really good. So it's a well done show. So I really really recommend that. And I uh, I rewatched King Richard again. It's my second time watching it. Uh, man, if you haven't watched King Richard, God. It's such a great movie. Yeah, uh, I can't. It's literally it's it's one of the best sports movies of all time. Uh, I can't. It, it's just outside of Will Smith's performance alone, which obviously he won the Oscar for. So, but everything top to bottom, it's such a good movie. The two young actresses that play Venus and Serena are great. Um, you know, and I'm a, I'm a just slightly above a casual tennis fan, so I I remember a lot of that stuff early on. Not far back when they're when they were little, but as I remember the rise of Venus and uh it's just fascinating to see that story play out. Yeah, it's it I just can't recommend that enough. So King Richard. Uh and then real quick, Atlanta season three of Atlanta is back after four years, man. I need to watch yeah. I, I re I rewatched Atlanta just to get ready for it. Forgot what a brilliant show that is. Uh so definitely Atlanta. Those first two seasons are yeah, amazing. So good, man. It's one of the best shows out. So I definitely recommend Atlanta. And apparently that's season three and four are coming. So um, Donald Glover. Absolutely. Keith Stanfield. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Brian Tyree Henry. Yep. Uh yeah. Great show. Great, great show. So those are some of my recommendations. Uh I will just with Brian already took it, obviously, but uh I'm a I'm a big Last Kingdom guy. I think I talk about it enough to where people know. Um, I'm all about that Viking stuff. So the last kingdom, I have two friends who are actually watching it for the first time right now. Uh, they heard me talking about it enough and they're all on board with it. So, um, so this is not Vikings. Isn't there a show called this Vikings? Is not Vikings. And I was just, I was going to talk about Vikings next, but, uh, <laughs> okay. no, it's the last kingdom. Uh, it doesn't focus. So Vikings focuses for the majority of it on a character named Ragnar and his family. Uh, this is focused on a character named Uhtred. Um, and it's a little bit different, whereas Vikings was very much about uh, the Viking perspective of learning that there's other land out there, learning of England and, and you know, raiding and understanding that they can adventure out from Norway. Uh, everything taking place in Last Kingdom is on the land of England, Mercia, Wessex, all that stuff. Um, so they just they just released season five. Um, and it's maybe the best season they've released so far. But the cool thing is it's not the end. They're doing the Peaky Blinders effect, and they're actually going to finish it with a film. Uh, they're doing a film to end the series, which nice. is really cool. Um, the season ended with a major cliffhanger that threads the story right into a film. I cannot wait. Uhtred is one of my all-time favorite leading characters. Uh, his morals, what he go, what he strives for... Um, and how much of an underdog he is is why I love him so much, and, and just how much fight he has in him all the time. Uh, and then going to Vikings, yes, you should watch the series Vikings, but I would also very much employ you to watch Vikings Valhalla, which is um, the sequel series, kind of. Nobody from the original series is in the show. They are only mentioned by names. It's set at least 100 years in the future. Um, so they are legends into the past. Um, and so if you're any kind of Viking fan uh, about that mythology or anything, uh, definitely check out the, uh, the last kingdom Vikings, Vikings Valhalla and Karen, I am looking forward to the Northmen so much. You have no idea. Um, Robert Eggers, 
Alexander Skarsgård, uh, just Ethan Hawke, cool. uh, Nicole Kidman, so many, so many names in that. I'm so looking forward to it. Anyway, uh, stepping away from Netflix, I have a couple things on Prime Video I want to talk about. Just quickly, there's a new film out right now that stars Chris Pine and Tandy Newton. Uh, it stars, it's All the Old Knives. Um, two CIA, CIA agents as ex-lovers are brought back together years after a failed rescue attempt, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's on Prime Video. It's a Prime Video original. I definitely uh, uh, employ you to check it out. It's a really, really interesting film. Um, and you can never get enough of Tanya Newton, to be honest. She's just fantastic and everything. Um, I did want to, I was going to bring this up, but this is a big coincidence. John, I'm, I'm a little curious as to why you're disappointed with it. I really enjoyed Upload Season 2. Um, I've been on Upload since it dropped the Season 1. And uh, if you've never heard of Upload, Stephen uh, Amell. Uh... Uh, Robbie Amell. Um, uh steven amell is in that heels show so uh the wrestling oh. show but this is about essentially when you die your consciousness goes to a digital heaven and you are allowed to communicate with the real world still um but it's all paid for essentially it's a very interesting show it's a 30 minute comedy drama uh kind of a sketch comedy if you will definitely recommend um and then oh i was gonna bring it back up uh let's see there was another movie i wanted to bring up let me just scroll a little bit. The report. Now, this is from a few years ago. Oh, the Adam Driver. Uh, it's the Adam Driver Prime Video film. Uh, it's an Amazon original. Uh, it also has Annette Bening and John Hamm. Uh, it is based on actual events uh, about a Senate staffer who leads an investigation into the CIA's post 9 11 detention and interrogation program. Uh, it's very interesting. It's kind of like a legal thriller. Um, all based in Washington, D.C. Adam Driver is fantastic in this film. Uh, I believe it's right after The Force Awakens, if I'm not mistaken, is when he did this. 2019. So it's after The Last Jedi, actually. Um, uh, I, it's, it's a few years old, but I just came across it scrolling on Amazon. And I remember watching it before the Oscars that year and wondering why none of these people got nominated for it. I think Adam Driver is so good in it, in this role. Uh, it really shows his acting chops. So uh that's a little bit of an older one that you probably have never heard of it's called the report it's on prime video um and it stars adam driver so there's a couple for you i started that and i never finished it but what i watched it was awesome i, I just never went back to it um, but yeah yeah that that movie really is really good that's a good, good call yeah yeah uh well any any final recommendations for our viewers everybody before we uh before we wrap up yeah, Andy, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I did watch it. Who I think Brian uh, mentioned Abbott Elementary. I really got to get on that. I hear that's like the best comedy on TV. So that's yeah, a good call. They are super. I need to watch that. Um, let's see. Oh, the show on HBO Max. I don't know if anyone's seen called Tokyo Vice. That I really I watched the trailer for, and it looks incredible with the uh, Ansel Elgort, Baby Driver himself, and the great Ken Watanabe. Um, based on this writer, his name is Jake Adelstein, uh, who kind of, American journalist who basically went into Tokyo in the 90s and to write about the kind of the Japanese underworld, I guess. And he kind of gets involved with the Yakuza and all kinds of other, all the stuff you saw in Kill Bill with the, mm. <laughs> with the Lucy Liu, and he wants, he wants to write about that for whatever reason. I don't know why. Uh, I think it's uh, what they got three episodes. I think they premiered uh, last week, so I uh, super gotta watch that. That looks really good. Watch that trailer. And, uh, 
Yeah, check that one out. The Tokyo Vice. It looks really good. So, yeah, definitely, definitely into that. And then I rewatched an old movie that I was going to challenge one of you guys. I don't know if any of you guys have seen it because I think it's on a list. But uh, over the weekend, I rewatched The Negotiator. It's one of my favorite movies. So good. Samuel Jackson. Ke- Kevin Spacey. Yes, I know. But Kevin Spacey. Uh, got a great cast. Directed by F. Gary Gray. Um, great movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, have you seen it, Gio? you seen that one? Okay. Uh, that movie... It's watched so many times. So and good, right? Time, it's just, it's so compelling. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. 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 Andy, Very, I keep forgetting this is actually a thing. I know this. I keep forgetting this is actually out there. So I'm going to put that on my list. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Murderville. <laughs> this is Adam Sandler selling an Adam Sandler. Movie. No, I think it's, I think, uh, and Andy, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's, uh, Will Arnett stars with a different actor oh, each episode. Oh. Is that what that is? I think okay. that's what it is. I watched one episode with Marshawn Lynch. It's one of the funniest things I've ever watched. <laughs> Marshawn okay, Lynch. Cool. I, yes, I Got highly it. recommend that. Yes. All right. I didn't cool, know cool, what cool. Was Murderville. I'm putting that 100%. on my list. I'm yes. putting that on my list. All right. Cool. Yeah, Will Arnett. Okay, cool. I thought it was Will Arnett. All right. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. And I think um, they kind of oh. improvised. The guest. Uh, I don't think. I think they kind of improvise with them so however they react is what they is how it's really funny it's that's, that's a, very good um here's a here's a final comment from uh dom here he says the coen brothers have eight plus films available across different streaming services great oh. for first watch or rewatch absolutely there you go good little factoid for anybody who has not seen any kind of coen brother film um sure. all right well there it is everybody tonight's apocalypse now this week's apocalypse now excuse me um, but that is not the only time that you can see us this week. We have Marvel Rewind tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. PST. We'll be covering everything Moon Knight Episode 3. Then on Thursday, same time, 6.30 p.m. PST, we'll be covering everything Halo Episode 4. Uh, Marvel Rewind is hosted by Brian. Uh, Halo is hosted by Geo. So check those out. Of course, uh, let us know your thoughts there. You can also find all that on audio platforms as well, wherever you listen to your podcasts, if you don't want to see our big ugly mugs. So... Before we get out of here, I'll let the boys uh, do some plugs. Geo, where can everybody find you online? Uh, Twitter at FandomUnited21 and my other YouTube channel, uh, Fandom United. Uh, no videos this week. I am super busy with moving, but you can catch me on the Halo series Thursdays at 6.30 Pacific time. Myself, Sean Wingblade, and sometimes Jake Berlin, and hopefully some other guests. So check us out. And Keith. Thank you. Uh, follow me on Twitter at KeithBarnes79. Uh, you see me on, uh, obviously, on here, here, on the podcast now, uh, various things. Uh, you can catch me soon, hopefully this week. I know I got to talk to Jacob, but uh, you guys see, see me on Bartley and Barnes. Uh, we're going to try to, we haven't done our episode for recapping, fe- I'm sorry, March yet. Uh, we're going to get to that, uh, like I said, hopefully later this week, if not early next week. Um, you can see me there. You can see me every now and then with Geo on Family United talking all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, yeah, myself here all the time. Apocalypse, Marvel Rewind, Halo, Apocalypse Now. Um, you can also find me on, on the Schmodown after show, A Certain Point of View. That is weekly, uh, covering everything that is Friday Night Titans to the moment of Season 9 of the Schmodown. And then also the Whiskey Jedi, where I talk whiskey, I talk Star Wars, and a couple of other things I love with some guests. Had a lot of fun over there as we review some whiskey and uh, talk about a lot of fun topics. So uh, again, everyone who's been watching, we really appreciate it. 
to everyone saying thank you or f- fun stream in the chat. Thank you guys so much for watching, hanging out with us. Hey, Rachel. We uh, really appreciate it. Andy, Rachel, Harrison, RD, Karen, John, Starju, Dom, Curtis, uh, Tim Franco popped in there at one point. Samir, yeah. we thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you.